If you've ever thought, I don't have time to podcast, today, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Welcome to Podcast Workflows, where you get daily tips to improve your process, grow your show, and maybe even make some money. Each week, I also do a daily dive into the process of the world's most successful podcasters and reveal their tools, processes, and systems to help you simplify the production of your own show and reclaim hours in your day. You can improve your own podcast production process by seeing how the pros do it. I'm your host, Joe Casabona, and today I'm going to tell you why you can make time to podcast. Have you ever thought, I don't have time to podcast? I bet you have. When I ask people what's stopping them from launching or continuing their show, falling victim to the dreaded pod fade, this is the number one concern I'm told. I don't have time to podcast. Podcasting is definitely time-consuming, but it doesn't have to take up all of your time. There are a few things you can do to clear time on your calendar, and I know because these are the things that I do as somebody who has three podcasts while running a coaching business while also raising three small children. So here are some tips for you. Number one is start small. You don't need a two-hour podcast or even a one-hour podcast to start. One of the longest-running, most popular podcasts is Stuff You Should Know by How Stuff Works and the iHeartRadio Network. They've been podcasting since 2008, and while they have 45- to 60-minute episodes now, they started with just six-minute episodes. In fact, those first handful of episodes were just them reading articles from HowStuffWorks.com. Number two, you don't need to coordinate guests for every episode. One of the more time-consuming things about planning a podcast, if you have an interview, is finding guests, researching guests, scheduling guests, and then being beholden to that schedule time. If you need to put out an episode in three weeks, but you don't have any interviews scheduled for, I don't know, 20 days, then you're automatically under the gun. So instead, try mixing in some solo episodes. These are easier to schedule and easier to edit. In fact, this whole series, this daily podcast I'm doing, is a result of me repurposing content that was short from an old email sequence I had, and recording five to ten episodes a day in Descript or Descript, which makes it easier for me to edit and ship quickly. Number three is block time. If you have podcasting on your calendar at the same time every week, it will be easier to keep that schedule. And this is the biggest pushback I've heard from some people. Well, my schedule is different every week. Well, things change. And that's the same for me, too. In the summer, I was maybe less consistent with boxing time on my calendar for podcasting because we were traveling a lot. The kids were home from school and daycare. And my schedule was just a lot more unpredictable. But if you make an effort to say every Thursday afternoon, I'm going to record podcasts, or if this is your side hustle for an hour two days a week, I'm going to podcast. Then 
you are more likely to do it. You're more likely to make time because you have scheduled that time. And finally, number four is batch. Again, set time aside to make more than one episode per week. Then you have some margin. You can take a break. You can choose to podcast because you want to and not because you feel you have to. There are one or two days a month where I'll schedule three or four interviews in a row. And honestly, that's a slog. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for someone who is either gainfully employed by someone else or if you just don't think you'll have the energy for four hour-long interviews. But for me, because this is my full-time job, I'm able to schedule a bunch of those and then once a month, I look at the last four or the oldest four interviews I recorded and I can ship all of those out at the same time. Now I know I'm good for the next month. And again, if you have a full-time job or you don't have the type of flexibility that a solopreneur might have, then for you, it could be recording four 15-minute episodes in one evening. Don't underestimate the power of a short solo podcast. All of these things, starting small, not needing to coordinate guests, blocking time to podcast and batching episodes are small, measurable steps you can make on the way to podcast consistency. And remember, this is so important. Consistency doesn't mean every day or every week. It means being predictable, which means that if you want to have a once every two weeks or fortnightly, I'm trying to bring it back, a fortnightly podcast, as long as you put an episode out on every other Tuesday, you are consistent. So that's it for this episode. Let me know which one of these tips are you going to start with on your road to podcast consistency. You can find me on X, formerly Twitter, at jcasabona, and I'm Joe Casabona on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, I can't wait to see what you make. Hey, before you go, I want to tell you about a free resource I have called my podcast process templates. They are a set of Notion documents that give you a full podcast planner, a show planner, and even some AI prompts to help you get the creative juices flowing. You obviously want to improve your podcast workflows and save time. And these templates will give you a basis for all of your other processes. Through my Notion and Airtable templates, I am able to automate a number of things as well as stay organized so that I am using my podcasting time more efficiently. If you want to get your hands on these templates completely for free, you can head over to podcastworkflows.com slash templates. That's podcastworkflows.com slash templates to get your free podcast process templates today.